0: Hi, and welcome to Revelation Within On The Go. I'm Heidi Bilesma-Epperson, one of your hosts and the owner and lead coach of the Revelation Within ministry.
1: And I'm Christina Motley, your other host, also a Revelation Within coach and Heidi's partner in all things Revelation Within. And we're so happy to invite you to join us for this episode of Revelation Within On On The Go.
0: (laughs) yay welcome we're so glad you're here definitely we are going to kind of get back to our roots a little bit for this episode many people who have found us found us when we were still thin within Mm -hmm. and we have of course rebranded we are rebranding to (laughs) revelation within but many people were looking for a non-diet way that kind of meshed with their faith to be able to experience freedom and peace with food eating in their bodies. What better time for us to talk (laughs) about that again than during this time of year when already we've seen an onslaught of all kinds of foods that seem very seasonal. I mean, how many times a year do you get a chance to have Annie Faye cookies (laughs) or Halloween candy (laughs) or whatever it might be? Well, uh, I'm just
1: walking around the stores right now. Oh my gosh. Everything is pumpkin and spice uh, and everything
0: everything nice. (laughs) And just like the hot beverages, the hot beverages, the peppermint Mm -hmm. mochas at Starbucks and other places like that. I mean, I know people love that stuff. (laughs) Michael's been bringing eggnog home from work. Oh, (laughs) really? (laughs) It is such a good eggnog too. I have to tell Mm. you, but it's like, okay, I am not accustomed to having that is a temptation. Mm. (laughs) So we thought we would talk about just in time for American Thanksgiving, Mm. how to keep within your boundaries, and have a Thanksgiving victory. Now, if you're not in the U.S. or you aren't celebrating Thanksgiving for some reason, you can find something in this episode that mm-hmm. you can benefit from, too. I am sure because we're going to talk about any event, any gathering together, any place where there might be food, how to stay within your eating boundaries
1: yes okay so Heidi you mentioned the word boundaries and so I think maybe for someone who might be new to us or haven't heard us talk about boundaries what are you talking about with food and eating boundaries what is that about
0: Well, a lot of people are familiar, maybe not with the word boundaries, but they're used to using food rules Mm. to direct their eating or not. And we have something so much better because God's boundaries have fallen for us in pleasant places. Mm. And that's straight out of the Psalms. I think it's Psalm 16, three. I should have checked. But anyway, that's what I'm ready with right now. Um, His boundaries have fallen for us in pleasant places. When people come to Thin Within now, revelation within we teach that we can eat as we want to within the realm of physical hunger and physical satisfaction or what I like to call enoughness Mm -hmm. because satisfaction has so many interesting connotations to it but enoughness it's like okay I know I've had enough Mm -hmm. that is enough Mm -hmm. so that's kind of how I think of it and what is so awesome is that's a wonderful boundary for us to have, especially the time of year when there's so many rare foods, you know, I mean, like when I say rare, I mean, they, um, there are a lot of things being baked and created Mm -hmm. and all of that this time of year that we don't see many other times of year.
1: So these kinds of boundaries that we're talking about, these are life-giving boundaries. These aren't like restrictions or- Rules that are going to drag us down? Not at all. These are life-giving, joy-filled. These will make your holiday feel really, really good.
0: Yes, actually, I have gone through oh so many holiday seasons now um, since coming to Thin Within originally in 1999. That's a lot of holiday seasons since then. That, 24 or so. And going through the holidays this way is so wonderful mm-hmm. compared to any other way. You know, you don't have that guilt and shame that, oh, I ate the cookie. I am off program. And mm-hmm. now I feel shame. I feel shame. Mm-hmm. I feel like a failure. I might as well forget it. Throw in the towel and start again on January 1st. No. Yeah. No, we live our holiday season with no regrets and just listen to the leading of the Lord, lean into him, renewing our minds and recommitting to our boundaries and to him. Yeah, it's so,
1: so good. Even the first probably six, seven, eight years that I did thin within, I was still having very stressful holidays and not eating within my boundaries Certainly. I had turned thin within into a diet. And wow. I know that you've had that experience as well, Heidi. But there is something that really, really helps us with this. <laughs> um, we could say, okay, I've I've got it now. Zero and a five. The zero is hunger. The five is enoughness. I'm just going to jump right into my holiday. I've got it. It's not quite so easy. We we no, need some not. things to really shore us up and give us strength. And that's no. why I know, Heidi, that you mentioned the renewing of the mind.
0: So mm-hmm. what is that? Well, hopefully if you've listened to us at all, this is something we mention mentioned in every episode, every podcast, because it's the premium. It's most important because mm-hmm. what we do it with is. our minds is going to form and shape our beliefs and our beliefs are going to drive our actions. Mm-hmm. And so if I know in previous years, I have Acted in a way that isn't going to serve me this holiday season. I don't want to come out with regrets, with shame, with boundaries Mm -hmm. broken and all of that stuff. I want to have a different belief system in place. Maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe I believe that I need to go off the rails to enjoy the holidays. Well, that's a lie. I don't, Mm -hmm. I can enjoy just right size portions between the parameters of physical hunger and physical enoughness and have a lovely holiday time focusing on other people, remembering the Lord is present in all of it, looking to the beauty of the season. That is something outside of just what I'm going to eat next. <laughs> I mean, really is. So we yeah. wanted to come up with some practical strategies that might support you listener mm-hmm. or how you can experience a victorious, holiday (laughs) event. We're going to talk about Thanksgiving just because it's coming up in a couple of days.
1: Yes. And I remember, I have to just tell you, Heidi, let's go way back to nine and a half years ago when I first started coaching with you. And those first holidays came after I had learned how to renew my mind. I remember thinking, is this even possible? This is going to be like my first time going through a holiday season Eating within my boundaries, enjoying food for what it is just food, food. taking my emotions to the Lord instead of to the kitchen. Wow. (laughs) I mean, I really wasn't sure. To be honest, I wasn't sure if it was even possible for me. Right. But it was, it absolutely was. And wow. So I think, I mean, if I think about it, I've really had nine holiday seasons (laughs) where I have enjoyed eating within my boundaries and taking my emotions to the Lord, like I said, because that's the big one for me is emotions.
0: Right, right, definitely. And preparing in advance for the day can be so helpful. I yeah. not yet have any big Thanksgiving plans, but I am going to see my sister as of this recording time, this time next week, I will be with her and visiting my sister brings with it a lot of similar emotions and similar concerns to what, People have when they gather for family events of any kind, whether it's holidays or otherwise. So I have already started renewing my mind Mm -hmm. about seeing my sister, being with her, the things that I think she might say, the food and eating that we might do together, Mm -hmm. all of it, what I will wear and what I won't wear, looking out for what do I need to be comfortable? What does God want me to do to love her well? Mm -hmm. And just telling myself his thoughts about it all. She's precious in his sight. She has cancer and this visit may be one of the last that I get to have with her while she's still present in her mind. I mean, it's very possible. And so I want to love her well. Mm -hmm. I want to not be so Mm self-absorbed that I miss an opportunity to love her in a way that she's maybe never been loved before. Mm -hmm. And I would say that that many of us, might be in that position. We may not know it. You know, we don't ever know how long a life will last, but we can love those precious people in our lives well. And the food doesn't need to be front and center. We want other things to be front and center.
1: Yes. Well, I love what you said, Heidi, about self absorbed. Oh my gosh. That was definitely me for a lot of years during the holiday season. Not like, look at me, look at me, but more like, don't look at me. Right. (laughs) You know, I felt very much filled with shame, like you mentioned, and guilt and very, very uncomfortable in my own skin. Oh my gosh. So uncomfortable. Just really unhappy about my body. Honestly, it didn't matter what size I was, you know, some years I had just finished a diet and I was smaller. Some years I had given up on diets, you know, and then I was larger and I went back and forth and back and forth. So it didn't actually matter that much. What size I was, I hit the holiday season, feeling unhappy, unsettled, And full of shame. Every dread. 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 Did you ever feel dread when the holidays hit? Yeah. And my birthday comes at the (laughs) holidays of Christmas, two days after Christmas. So with my birthday, it feels like. Let's look at the year. Let's see how far you've come. Okay, let's see how far you haven't come. Let's <laughs> see how far backwards you've gone. And oh, I just, dear. No, 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 I'm serious. I really struggled with my birthday and the holidays. But then I want to go back to what else that you said that was really even more important, and that is loving others well. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a concept. What what an idea to prepare for the holidays with that thought in mind, how can I love others? Well, so it's really the opposite of of that self-absorption that I was just talking about. It's really the opposite. So which one would God be calling us to?
0: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And renewing our minds before the event to be thinking of others, to recognize that, God is going to look out for my needs. I can go to him and ask him what is a proper balance, but God, how can I? think differently about this coming holiday event, whatever it might be, Thanksgiving or some other Christmas dinner, maybe, whatever. How can I think in a way about it that will keep me focused on others and on glorifying you, Lord, yes. so that I'm not self-absorbed and I don't have regrets mm-hmm. afterwards. So leading up to the event, one of my favorite things to use is I Deserve a Donut by Barb Raveling and mm-hmm. she has an app that I think is free. I don't know if the Android one is available right now or not. She was doing an update up to that. But there's also a book called I Deserve a Donut and Other Lies That Make You Eat by Barb Raveling. And this is a great resource. Mm-hmm. She's not a, a revelation within participant, but we use this resource a lot and have for years yes. in- In this book, she has lists of questions that are separated by emotions that make you eat and lies that make you eat. And then underneath the emotions that make you eat, she has all kinds of different emotions. And under lies, she has examples of lies that can cause us to dive in and eat more than we need outside of our boundaries. So what I like to do is I use this and there's sets of questions underneath each emotion, underneath each lie. Mm -hmm. For me, one of the most common ones that I use in this book as I prepare for a holiday Mm -hmm. event or really any kind of event uh, where I'm gathering with people is under the insecurity, emotions that make you eat, um, Mm -hmm. insecurity, social situations. (laughs) Yes. That list of um, scripture in there, that's the one I have used the most. (laughs) Yeah. And Barb does. She has all kinds of great scriptures that can be used to renew your mind directly. Mm-hmm. I like to also use the questions yeah. that she has and the insecurity sets are wonderful. Mm-hmm. So there's, for instance, living up to expectations. I feel that with my sister. Like I mm-hmm. really want to deal with my sense of wanting to live up to her expectations because I just can't. I found that I can't. These questions lead me. I like to think of them as God asking me these questions mm-hmm. and my responses are a prayer back to him. For instance, what does this person want you to do? And I could respond to him in prayer. Well, I feel somehow like she wants me to be just like her and she's not a believer. and A lot of interesting expectations. Are you capable of doing what she wants you to do? I am not capable and I need to be okay with that. Yeah. And, and God has not called me to that. And mm-hmm. see, when I speak that way to my own soul, I become settled in the place he's called me to be mm-hmm. instead of chafing. And right. I overeat when I'm feeling that chafing and a kind of agitation feeling, that's going to lead me to overeat. Right. So mm-hmm. I would be more likely to have trouble with my eating boundaries if I didn't settle that question before I see my sister. Absolutely. And, the book even goes on and asks, why do you feel like you need to live up to her expectations? That's a really good question for me to invite God into. And <laughs> so on. there's other sets of questions that are so helpful as I'm looking ahead at an event, whether it's be a holiday meal or even a vacation of some sort. So that's one of the tools that I use to prepare before the day even comes. I can prepare a week out, two weeks out or the day before or all <laughs> of the above. How about you? What do you use, Christina, to actually prepare for the big day beforehand?
1: Yeah. Well, and I love I love that that book that you just mentioned. That was one of my very first introductions to mind renewal. Um when you introduced it to me, Heidi, and I've been using it ever since. My book is dog-eared and there's coffee stains on it and it's all kind of you know, ripped up because I've used it so much. It's really more of a resource. You know, you can jump around in the book. It's not like the kind of book you'll sit down and read right cover to cover, but that's really, really a good one. Another one is just in the moment, even while I'm there, but ahead of time is inviting God in and asking one of these two questions. And these are both from revelation within participants. These have been shared in our classes and they've become two of my favorite questions. The first one is what is most important to God right now? I mean, I love that question. (laughs) I love that. And so I can think about that. I can pray through that. I can ask God, Lord, as I look into my holiday event, whatever it is, what is going to be most important to you during that time? What are your thoughts? What are you calling me to? What is your purpose as your hands and feet? What would you like me to do? And then the other one can also be ahead of time or in the moment. Does this glorify God? Mm. What I'm doing right now, what I'm saying, what I'm thinking, What,
0: what I'm thinking. Yeah.
1: Yes. Does it? glorify God. Wow. (laughs) Wow. That's a tough one, you know, but it also really puts boundaries. There's that word boundaries around my decisions because I know if this doesn't glorify God, I don't want to do it. I don't. I've had so, so many years of going the opposite direction. I think of what might glorify God, especially in my thoughts over the years, I want to walk into this holiday event, glorifying God and having already thought about what is most important to him. That just really helps me to have a focus that is really
0: healthy and I don't know, strong focus to God, (laughs) honoring (laughs) to God. And it's healthy, healthy in all the right ways, emotionally healthy, spiritually healthy and physically healthy. Years ago, when my daughter was going to school in Illinois, and then afterwards, she stayed in Illinois for four more years. We're in California. So Mm -hmm. I didn't get to see her all the time. I planned a holiday a Christmas with her where I was going to just be with her at Christmas time. And I could... Right in my heart of hearts, mm-hmm. as I looked ahead at that trip, at that event, if you will. I saw some things that if I were to ask those questions, wouldn't honor God right now in this moment, my heart was like, Mm -hmm. Ooh, and then we'll eat here and then we'll get that. And then we'll make this and all about holiday baking together and holiday, this Mm -hmm. and that together. And God encouraged me to put the brakes on that Mm -hmm. because that doesn't honor him. I would not be living without regret. I would have total regret after that. And because I was a bad influence on my own daughter, I would feel doubly bad. And so, I created a truth list and I know I've shared it on the show before about Christmas with my daughter and I won't read it all right now, but I asked God, okay, what is true about my time with my daughter? And he just brought home to my heart and I put him in my phone so I could read over the list out loud several times before ever going to Chicago to be with her. What is true is I do not need to eat in order to bond with my daughter. I could eat within my boundaries mm-hmm. and that would be fine, but yeah. additional eating was not going to do anything for the bonding process. Right. <laughs> so right, It's like, wow. If you take that out of the picture, the temptation to overeat was diminished. Probably at least 80%. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's another way I prepare for these kind of big days or events. Do you have another way that you prepare?
1: Definitely having a truth list. I'm just going to say, me too, me too. That is so important for me. I need to go to the Lord and write those things down ahead of time what is true?
0: What is true about food? It's just food. (laughs) And what is true even about rare foods, foods that come out at this, during this season, Mm -hmm. I could actually make a peppermint mocha some other time of the year. (laughs) Yes,
1: yes, absolutely. I think that I used to attach so many emotions to food. And so for me, it's really, really important that I renew my mind not once, but many, 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 many many times before an event like this to remind myself that the food is not going to comfort me. The food is not going to bring my grandma back, for example. The food is not going to help me in any way that is emotional. In fact, if I eat too much of it, I'm going to be emotional about eating too much and not feeling well and having regret. So for me, I really need to separate out My emotions from my eating. Eating is just, it's food, it's abundance from God. It's wonderful, it's a gift, but it's just food, it's nourishment for my body. That's where it stops. It has no power to help me in any other way. And I need to remember that because I tend to get very emotional around the holidays, especially when I'm seeing people I haven't seen in a long time. My birthday is around the holidays. That's a big deal too for me. Also the fact that my parents are gone. Now I'm gonna start crying. (laughs) It's an emotional time for me. So yes, a truth list, but especially focusing on what is food And how can I go to God with my emotions? How can I deal with my emotions in a healthy way? I need to be ready. I need to be prepared.
0: (laughs) I know this time of year is hard for many because of people who have gone on. But also for me, I struggle with this time of year because it was when my first husband announced that he was going to be moving out and Yes. Christmas that year was mm-hmm. exceptionally difficult. And mm-hmm. all the holidays I've known since have been so different mm-hmm. than they were for 33 years. And so I have to renew my mind every holiday season about mm-hmm. the losses that I have felt and still experience. Here's another Tool that I need to use as I look ahead, and then we'll go on to strategies the day of. And that is the I wonder tool that we teach. Mm -hmm. And it's, gosh, it's great. If you think of somebody who you struggle with in the way you get along, or they're just maybe abrasive in some way, or you don't feel understood by them or whatever. First of all, invite God in, of course, and yes. ask them to show you how to love them well. Mm-hmm. And this is what I have to do with a couple of people in my life. And then I wrote out a list. It ends up being kind of like a truth list and you can do it mm-hmm. on the fly and just pray it to God. But I wrote it out and then I find that over the months, Um, because this is something that's been a big deal in my life over the last year, Mm -hmm. I find that the truths in it come to mind again and again when I need them to. Mm -hmm. So the way that I wonder works is you ask God to help you be empathetic for a moment as you consider what are the things that have contributed to this person's life that maybe explain why they're kind of caustic or rough around the edges. And, And then you say, I wonder what it would be like if and you fill in the blank there, like it might be, I wonder what it would be like to have been rejected by a significant other, not a spouse in this case, after 23 years, finding Mm. out that he was unfaithful. Well, Mm -hmm. I don't have to wonder about that. But anyway, that's another story. Mm -hmm. But because that's happened to somebody, and I think it's caused a a bitterness in her Mm -hmm. life and a loneliness that makes her a little bit edgy, if you will, Mm -hmm. what would it be like? Or I wonder what it would be like to live alone all your life, not have anybody around to Mm -hmm. learn how to get along with Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, or wonder what it would be like to live this life without Christ. Mm -hmm. I wonder what it would be like to have a diagnosis of cancer Mm -hmm. and to wonder about what's happening next? how long will I live and mm-hmm. so on. And so what that does for me is it helps me to see that there's more here than just my feelings being hurt yes. the way yeah. they are. That is actually really helpful for me as I look ahead to connecting with people I haven't seen in a while or maybe mm-hmm. people I have and not don't want to. <laughs> yeah
1: Well and as you mentioned, Heidi, I mean this is a really hard time of year for a lot of people. You know, there's a lot of fun and joy and activities, but for many people, it seems like as we get older, there's just been more loss. You know, there's been more things that have happened. There's been more illness. There's been more struggle. More people in our families have gone to be with the Lord. It's it's hard. Hopefully. And, yeah, <laughs> I mean, in my right, family, I, I, know, the, yeah. I hope. <laughs> but it's, it's hard because we remember how things were. And for some of us, we want it to be that way. For some of us, we want it to be different. But all of those do come up around this time of year.
0: So when you create a truth list or an I wonder list, or when you use the I Deserve a Donut Booker app, I like to do it often out loud in my Mm -hmm. car. I can remember some of the things that God has brought to mind. And the more I tell myself what to believe based on truth, hopefully, Mm -hmm. the more my beliefs will change and reflect the truth. And the more my beliefs change and reflect the truth, what God has to say, the more I will act according to the truth. And Mm -hmm. so that's the whole principle behind the mind renewal thing that we jump up and down about and really hope that. Yes, we eat over just about everything, everything rooted (laughs) in what I believe about food, eating and emotions and situations. So let's tell ourselves what to believe and let God be the one that writes that dialogue. And then as we see that kind of unfold, we will experience a change. So one more thing I
1: want to make sure that we say, because wow, this has been so huge for me. And I know that our participants and our groups and one-on-one coaching, this has been life-changing for them, we need to be sure that we are very, very much rooted in our identity in Christ as we enter into the holidays. It is so, so important. Our circumstances change all the time. We've talked about loss. We've talked about things that we wish were a certain way around the holidays and all of that, but there is something that absolutely stays the same, and that is who we are in Christ. So if we can renew our mind about that a whole lot during the holidays before, after, any time at all, we can remember that we are God's chosen ones. We are his beloved. We are redeemed. We are forgiven. You know, we're his. And that's what our identity is. Whether you have a different job this year, or maybe you don't have a job this year, or maybe something different has happened, you've had something really you know, broken happen in your family and here come the holidays or a health crisis or whatever it is, your identity in Christ remains the same no matter what. And I just feel like that is so, so important going into this time of year.
0: Yes, I agree wholeheartedly. And we want you to have access to a I don't want to call it a free gift, but it is, it's a free gift. Mm-hmm. So if you want a list of who I am in Christ, we have a printout for you, a PDF printout and just navigate to team life is good. Team life is forward slash identity. And you will see this two-page PDF that you can download and mm-hmm. use to speak truth to yourself about who you are in Christ. Mm-hmm. The cool thing is it doesn't have a thing to do with how clean you can get your house before everybody comes <laughs> or how great a meal you can prepare for everybody or how well you can sing in the church presentation of whatever it is you're doing this season. Or it, what
1: size you are. Yes. yes, <laughs>
0: yes. Or what you ate Yes. The night for or or anything it has to do only with what christ has done his quote performance if you will air quotes performance on the cross where he went to the cross for all of us so that he could attribute to us more than a conqueror you are his beloved i mean we could go on and on but just go to teamlifeisgood.com forward slash identity and you Mm -hmm. will find that sheet there i hope you'll download it that would be so cool Well,
1: and every phrase on that sheet is coupled with scripture. So that's also just an amazing resource.
0: Definitely. All right. Well, we certainly spent a lot of time on that first one: how to prepare for the big day. Um, but let's go on to the next one: strategies the day of. How do we stay within our eating boundaries? Eating less. Stay within our thinking boundaries. Loving God well, loving others well. The day of. What are some strategies? Let's just really let's cut to the chase. Let's. What are some strategies to eat less? let's just cut to the chase here okay on any regrets we have been celebrating a theme in our community since the beginning of october of holiday season 2023 no regrets that's our theme for these three months okay one of my favorite
1: strategies for the day of is to be a servant okay so i'm gonna come on in whatever the event is and i'm gonna help out The food is going to be the last thing on my mind. I am going to be helping. I'm going to be moving chairs. I'm going to be setting out the napkins. I'm going to be asking, can I help with this? If I'm not the host, I'm going to be serving. I'm going to be looking for that person that looks uncomfortable, maybe is sitting by themselves. I'm going to go over there and say, hello. I'm going to, you know, if it's someone I know, I might ask them, how can I pray for you? How are you doing? I'm going to come to the event as a servant, as mm-hmm. God's hands and feet, as Jesus with skin on.
0: <laughs> yeah. And what's so awesome about that is that helps us get the focus off of me, myself, and I, my food, my will, my way, me, 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 me. And on to others. We love God and love others well, the same time that we are not putting the premium on the food. And that's really a, a cool strategy. I love that strategy. Another way is of course bring your truth lists with you in your phone. Mm -hmm. And when you take breaks away to go to the restroom, or if you need to be intentional, take a break away, Mm -hmm. renew your mind, pull out your truth list, pull out. If it's on your phone, the, I deserve a donut app. And yeah. And renew your mind for five minutes. Chances are nobody would miss you and get your focus off of you, off of the food, off of poor me, if that's how you're feeling. Cause mm-hmm. I know that can hit me sometimes. It's like, Oh, I hate food events. I just hate them because of my upbringing. And so it's like, Oh, I want to get my focus off of me mm-hmm. and onto others. So what's another strategy, Christina?
1: Um, Another strategy would be to be the last person to take a first bite. (laughs) (laughs) I love this one. This is one of my favorites. It's so simple, but I do it actually at any event, any eating event, a potluck or, you know, the Bible study gets together or a staff meeting or whatever. Or the Um, wedding
0: rehearsal dinner.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Your wedding rehearsal dinner, <laughs> Heidi. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're all sitting around with our delightful thin within participants who are at the wedding, and nobody's taking a
0: first bite <laughs> because they all want to be the last one to take the first bite. yeah, it was so cute. Them well,
1: just <laughs> chuckling about that. That was so cute. Anyway, but letting everyone else take a first bite, and my focus is going to be on the conversation and the people, and does everyone have what they need? And then I'm going to be the last one to start eating. And that feels
0: really good in itself. There's a real victory there that feels really good. Similar to that can be pacing myself. If I can sit down near or have my eyes looking to somebody who is a person who doesn't inhale their food, who eats at a slower pace and typically seems to be at peace with food and eating, I want to let their example minister to me and help me to kind of gauge how quickly I should eat. I know that putting my fork down in between bites helps taking sips of whatever beverage I'm drinking with my meal. That all helps. Years ago, when I went to a Thin Within retreat, there was a gal there, um, her name was Samantha, and she had experienced so much victory with food, eating, and her body, and all of this, the things that we long for when we joined Thin Within, now Revelation Within. She said that she had this boundary for herself that she felt God gave her. She took a plate with her, her own size plate, and it was a smaller size. And then any food that she put on her plate couldn't overlap the sides and couldn't touch any other food. And that was her just right size portion. Mm -hmm. And she said that just really worked well for her. So, I mean, we could try things like that, actually adjusting the portion size based on something like that. So that might work for some of you.
1: Another thing that I'm going to do when I'm at an event like this is I'm going to choose small amounts of food that make my body feel really good. Physically, we call those whole body pleasers. I'm going to choose those foods because I don't want to choose something that's going to cause my stomach to hurt or that's going to cause me to crash in an hour. I'm going to choose foods that are good for my body, give me energy and make me feel strong for the rest of the day.
0: Yeah. And you know what, to add to that, I'm not going to choose foods that are super common to me. Like Mm Mm -hmm. you know, French bread. (laughs) I mean, I can get French bread at the grocery store and it'll be fresh out of the oven. You know, that sort of thing. If I fill up on French bread, because I love it so much, I'm probably going to eat the other food on top of it. And I don't want to do that. So it helps me to survey. If there's a buffet type uh, laid out survey, what is being offered here? What is available for me to eat and kind of go, okay, maybe even rate the foods in my head. Like, okay, that I don't need. That might be a zero on my list. Ooh, that looks really good. And I bet there's desserts coming out later. I want to save space for that Mm -hmm. because I don't want to fill up and then fill up again on desserts just because I didn't plan right. So the strategies, the day of, those are some practical strategies that you can use as well as continue to renew your mind by now you will have known your truth lists in your head the i wonder can be something that you kind of have in your head you know if you feel that little edginess coming on towards a person that you feel like "Ooh, that wasn't very nice what they said to me it's like, okay well, i wonder what it would be like if and that can help you to just move on past and deal with that later if you need to and love them well right now okay so the event is coming on and now what
1: yeah, it's a really good question, Heidi. We can't skip this part no. because so often, and I know this was true for me for many, many years, I did fine during the event. And then I got home and the emotions overwhelmed me, the exhaustion overwhelmed me, and I ate everything in sight. Yes, and the that-
0: celebration of, woo, I did so great yesterday. Yeah. I yeah. can eat whatever I want because I deserve a donut. Yes. <laughs> and and- And leftovers and pie. And yeah, there's really kind
1: of a letdown. And it can be, you know, because it was such a great event, or maybe it was such a challenging event. There's really a letdown after, and also the next day, maybe even the next day. We have to be ready for that as well. We want to be renewing our minds about keeping our boundaries in place after. And where do we go with all those emotions? We go to God. And we go to a safe person, you know, somebody who loves us if we need to process those things with a person and be prayed over, but definitely going to God. And one of my favorite things, and I know it is yours too, Heidi, because you taught it to me is praise and gratitude during that time afterwards, certainly before and during too, but after the event, going to the Lord and just saying, God, you are Who are you, Lord? You are my strength. You are my redeemer. You are what is good in my life. You know, everything is is okay. Everything that's important is still in place. Pull out that who I am in Christ list too. I am your girl, Lord. I am your beloved. Everything is the same. I'm okay, you know, and bringing those emotions to him.
0: Right. Uh, I'm so glad that you mentioned the day after, or even the hour after, when you get home after an event like this. Because I don't know if you remember, I think you probably do, but whenever we've had coaching group people gather together for mm-hmm. the class that comes immediately after holiday events, yes, this is a common confession yes. that I. Great on Thanksgiving day or Christmas day or whatever it might've been. But the next day was just awful. Awful, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I made up for everything I did need on Christmas day or Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. day. All right. So we want to renew our minds before the temptation hits. Mm -hmm. That's one of the blessings of renewing our minds. So maybe even while you're still on cloud nine about how well you did, (laughs) you want to say, okay, what is true is... (laughs) God loves me no matter how much I eat, how little I eat. Mm -hmm. This victory is one victory of many he can give me. Mm -hmm. There are possibilities for more victories coming up in the next hour and tomorrow. And yes. I want to depend on him the same way I've depended on him mm-hmm. for this event victory as well. And uh, so that's definitely, we want to be aware that that could be a problem and mm-hmm. tell ourselves from God's perspective, what is true. Mm-hmm. And kind of along with that, I'd say be sure you jot down the victories you have yes. Good I idea. Love keeping a victories list mm-hmm. and jot down, you know, this chocolate pyre, whatever it might be, We hear a
1: lot of people also say, my favorite thing about the holidays is the leftovers. (laughs) Yes, that's
0: a good one.
1: And Mm -hmm. it's like, why? Okay, why is that so attractive to us? Is it because we're in our own home and nobody's really, you know, watching watching anymore and we can go to the (laughs) fridge and get all of that extra, whatever it was that tasted so good. And it's like, is that really a reward? Mm No, no. It's really not. It's really not a reward. We want to look for things after this holiday event that are going to bring life to us. Maybe we just need rest. Maybe we're just exhausted. You know, we just need (laughs) life-giving rest. I like to have a lot of praise music going on after the fact so that my mind is so filled with God's truth. I like to be in the word. I like to... You know, just be very surrounded by who God is, who I am in Christ, the truth that comes from the Lord so that I don't get pulled down into those old patterns that were so destructive for me.
0: Right. One of the old patterns that the day after often feeds is this idea that, okay, I, I didn't behave, if you will. I, I did break my boundaries and I was a failure. I... Beat myself up because I didn't eat the way that I had intended to eat. Even after all that mind renewal, see, even mind renewal doesn't work for me. Okay, Mm -hmm. let's jettison those kinds of thoughts. (laughs) All that thinking is a good indication that we aren't thinking with the mind of Christ. Mm. First Corinthians two sixteen tells us we have the mind of Christ. So let's think with it. (laughs) Let's let's put it on each day and try to think with it. If you feel that way the day after. The best thing to do is ASAP or even on the drive home or before you go to bed right after you've experienced a sense of failure is to invite God into that and look and learn with him. And we teach a whole lot about look and learn community and trainings that we've recorded mm-hmm. and in other podcasts too. But mm-hmm. um, for lack of time, we're not going to go into a detailed teaching of what look and learn is basically in a nutshell, it's inviting God to show you, okay, I messed up. What can I learn from this so that the next time all things are equal, I can be victorious. Mm-hmm. And he will redeem it, but we've got to invite him in because yes. he's the one that knows our own wisdom is just not enough. So the day after we can do a look and learn, we can do a victories list. We Mm -hmm. can anticipate the temptation will be there to overeat if we were successful or not. If we weren't successful the day before in -hmm. staying in our boundaries, we might just want to throw in the towel on the whole holiday season. We don't want to do that. We want to live without regret this holiday season. Thanks for joining us. And if you do want to learn more about some of these strategies, Mind Renewal strategies, hope that you'll join us at our community on Mighty Networks. It's like having a whole Facebook community, but just for us. There Mm -hmm. isn't a whole lot of other stuff going on. And you'll find us at RevWithin, R-E-V, Within.Team, T-E-A-M. We would love to have you there. You get the first week for free. And after that, it's 9 dollars a month. Yes. I mean, you it can is a get a steal. better deal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we would love to see you there. We would love it. Uh, yeah. So, and join us for our next podcast episode of Revelation Within on uh-huh. the...
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, have a great Thanksgiving, y'all. Have if a you're- great holiday. <laughs> Bye. Bye.